Welcome to YourLifeRocks.com podcast, where you can build a life of balance, purpose, and success. My name is Jenny Stemmerman, working Christian mom, speaker, and coach. Each week, you will find tips and inspiration to grow personally, in your career, and in your faith, and balance it all in your crazy, busy, beautiful life. If you want to cut the overwhelm and take control over your life, visit YourLifeRocks.com. Hey, how are you? I am so glad that you're here to hang out with us today. We have a fabulous episode for you. Actually, I got to interview one of my really good friends who's stepping into faith and following God on the purpose that he has for her life right now. And I think it's so inspiring to hear her talk about it because it doesn't make sense. It's not something that she thought she would be doing But I think that there's something we can all take from that to really look at our own lives and think, what does God have for us that maybe we are making excuses not to follow through on? And what might be on the other side of that as a blessing when we just walk in obedience? Now, I won't make you wait any longer. Let's get started into the interview. Hey, everyone. I am so excited that you are here to hang out with me today and our special guest. Our guest on our show today is someone who I have considered a friend for a long time and someone who I formerly worked with in a past career. Her name is Sierra Turka Douglas, and she's a corporate sales executive managing a large team, a large geography, and a really crazy busy schedule, also being a single mom of three boys. And she's here to talk to us today about really stepping into faith and following what God has for us. So with that, without further ado, welcome Sierra to the show. Hi, Jenny. And hi, everyone. Thank you so much for inviting me. I, I am honored and I feel very blessed um, to be able to be here tonight and just uh, witness and uh, share with everybody my story. Awesome. Well, we are super excited to have you on here, and I'm excited to hear some of the things that you have to share with us as well. So share with us a little bit first about who you are. So I, as Jenny said, I am a single mom with three very active teenage boys. They eat a lot. And uh, I have a very, very busy schedule, as Jenny shared. I, I run a large geography. I, I, I help a lot of different people from different walks of life. Um, I, I come from a background of um, poverty, drugs, abuse. And uh, it wasn't until later in my life that I found Jesus Christ. And uh, I've, always had a, I've always had that calling on my heart where God has asked me to do things. And I've always been very stubborn. Um, I went through a, a, a pretty difficult divorce, and, uh, but have found shining light at the end of the tunnel. And... Um, I have passion and desire to help people. I love to work out. I love to volunteer. And I find myself finding joy in the little things. My life is completely, totally chaotic all the time. (laughs) I am running left and right. You can only imagine three teenagers. And my oldest still does not have his driver's license. Oh, my goodness. Uh, technology uh, is the greatest thing, but, you know, sometimes it just doesn't always work out. And what I find is at the end of the day, God makes it work out. He gives you enough hours 
in the in in your day that you thought you didn't have to get through it all and um, so in the chaos I try to find joy and happiness and as much as possible I just always try to take a moment to just say thank you for all the small things that we take for granted and that's who I am in a nutshell I love it. It sounds like a great secret to success for sure. All of those great things. Now, one of the things we talk about every single episode, um, Sierra, is kind of a, a moment of grace, a moment that maybe things aren't so perfect or where we've come short or maybe needing to give ourselves grace. What is that moment for you that you just feel like, oh my goodness, Lord, thank God for grace for that you give me, but I need to give myself some more grace in this particular situation? I would have to say, Jenny, I have I have a lot of examples, but two years ago when my husband decided to leave me, um, I think that's where I found the most grace. It, it was very, very difficult. Um, you almost feel like after 20 years of marriage that it, it's impossible. You think you're with somebody that long, and, and being a believer and a Christian woman – you don't want your family to fall apart. You fight for your family. And um, what I found in all of it is that God was protecting me from something. And he released me and gave me the peace and joy and helped me to recognize that I don't control other people's choices or decisions. And he will always, always be the one there for me. And I felt so undeserving. I felt... Um, almost as if I didn't deserve God's grace. And in that moment, you have to tell yourself, no, I'm God's favorite child. <laughs> mm. We know God doesn't have a favorite, but you, you have to tell yourself that so you can pick yourself up, get up, keep moving, keep living. And I just made the decision to never go back. I'm going to live for Christ. I'm going to work every day for him, and I'm going to raise my children that way. And um, I can't look back. You know, we have seasons where sometimes things are going great, and we don't stop and give God enough credit. And then when things go wrong, we, we can get mad at him or angry. And I made the choice that through every trial, I'm just going to keep pushing through and rely on that one person that I know will always be there by my side. Praise God. Isn't that the truth? Like, it's he's there in like the small everyday things when just chaos and things fall apart. But then those big things, like that's really where you get to feel the weight of his love on your shoulders. And it's a hard thing to walk through. I mean, I've kind of watched you take that walk. Um, and it's not been easy. I know. And, and I'm sure everyone out there who's found themselves in that same kind of a situation. I mean, 20 years of marriage, that's a long time and no one ever wants their family to fall apart. But knowing that he's right there with you walking side by side is incredible. Thank you so much for sharing. I know that that's a very vulnerable topic to talk about, and I just thank you for being so transparent. Thank you. You know, I, I believe that if there's just anything that I can do or if somebody hears this message and is going through any kind of trial, that they'll lean on the one person that knows their heart the most. And it's not easy, but um, if I can give that back, then it's all worth it. <laughs> Oh, that's beautiful. So I know we've talked a little bit about your crazy, busy life, <laughs> three teenage boys. I still cannot even believe the oldest doesn't have his driver's license, but that'll be another conversation. Um, so 
with all of this that you have going on, how do you find balance and, and how do you really define life balance for yourself? That has been a struggle. It has been a, a very big struggle, but I had to put my priorities into perspective. And uh, I think I think you kind of find yourself when things are just going really quick you don't ever stop and put things in perspective, but your kids are getting older every single day. Your family is suffering in some kind of sense or your business is suffering. And you really have to look at, okay, God, priority. Okay, so finding my time to be alone with God, that was the one place that I wasn't finding priority in. So I made that a priority and shifted that. Then I said, family, what has to come first? I need alone time with my kids at least one to two hours every day. And then I just force myself to block it. And that's the time. And then work. Work is always a priority because that's what we do more than eight hours a day of our lives. We, it, it consumes us, it, but it provides for us. And then I had to look at work, uh, and every day I have to break it down of what is a priority today, what can I carry over tomorrow, but knowing that my alone time with God is the number one most important priority. When you put that into perspective, God provides you the time and the energy to do everything else. And I had it backwards for so many years where I was working, 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 Oh, I might have a little bit of time for the kids. God, I'll get to you on Sunday. <laughs> and so shifting everything has given me, I mean, I, I some days I look at my calendar and I'm like, how did I do this? I ran three kids to three different sports events, picked one up, dropped them off to their friend. I still managed to talk to like 20 people on the phone. I got a video done. I was able to do this and this. And I made dinner for the kids. How did this happen? And I know without a doubt it's because in the morning I had to pray for it. God, today is going to be a very difficult day. <laughs> I need you to give me the time I need. And it balances out and you'll be surprised how amazing it is. Just It just comes into place. It comes into place. Isn't that so true? Like when you just put him first, like he will take care of you. And the Bible tells us that in so many different Verses and in so many different ways that he wants to take care of us, but we have to go and seek him. Absolutely. And one of the things that you said at the beginning um, was about your kids and how they're growing every day. Whether you put them as a priority or not, either you'll be there for their childhood or you won't be. And one of my favorite quotes right now that I'm loving is, today is the childhood our kids will remember. Mm. And that's been something I've been kind of putting in front of myself every single day, knowing, I mean, my kids are, are a bit younger than yours. And so, but same thing, right? Like it's the priorities and it's easy to get consumed in everything else that's going on, especially our careers that can be so demanding, but putting God first, he helps really align those priorities for us in a big way. Absolutely. Now, Sierra, one of the main reasons I had to have you on this podcast was to share what God is really doing for you right now. I've seen this kind of transform over Facebook, and I wanted to know more, and I just know that you have so much to offer that other people that are listening to this podcast right now, I think your message will really speak to them. Now, you are getting ready to go on a mission. Tell us a little bit more about that. Well, I... 
from the first time I was saved, I was saved in, in younger, um, later ages, and uh, I, I, my family was not church going as a young girl. So as I got older, and from the moment I was saved, uh, I actually got saved in Korea. I didn't realize, but the church that I started to go to in Korea was on a mission. <laughs> so I was a part of that mission, you know, and we did missionary work there, but I didn't know what I was doing because I was a new Christian. And then when I came to the States and I got involved in church, I I, I saw this family and they're talking about going on missions and doing this. And, and I was like, I kind of did that in Korea, you know, that's what I, that's what I did. And uh, God was really tugging on my heart. I mean, and, and I kept I kept looking at my husband at the time, and and I was saying, oh, I really want to do that. And then we found ourselves falling in and out of church, not being consistent, not really following the way that the life that God wanted for us. And I always made excuses, always made excuses. No, don't have enough money, don't have a time, can't leave, can't work, won't. Uh, just excuse after excuse, and and it just was tugging on my heart, and um. Our church got together and over the last five years has been going to Rushir, Uganda, and we actually have raised enough money to build a, uh, a church slash school there in that, in that tribe area, and uh, we're celebrating five years of going back and forth to Uganda, providing water, helping the children there, and now... Um, the fifth year, we are celebrating being being able to bring children in to this church slash school, and um, I, get, I get emotional because I even to look at pictures or to um, anytime I see anything, it just God is just like you have to go, you have to go, Sierra. I have been calling you and you have been delaying, and so I just I put my faith out there. I looked at my friend. Melanie, she was sitting next to me at church, and I said, I'm going. And she said, you're not going to go there. You're crazy. I said, <laughs> I said, no, I'm going. She's like, are you being serious right now? And uh, I said, yes. And, and I uh, am putting all my faith that God will provide the income that I need to get myself there. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I have a strong Christian-based foundation, um, friends all across. The United States, Jenny, you being one of them, uh, living in Arizona, I live in Texas, but, uh, you know, it's just, it's me taking a step out and finally doing what God has called me to do. I don't know why he needs me to go. I don't know what I'm going to discover there. I don't know what my true calling is, but I feel like this is something I have to do and, and sitting here with tears in my eyes because to trust God a hundred percent is so hard. It is so hard because you want to fight because there's things that you want <laughs> that he doesn't want for you. And to listen to that and to allow that just to transpire, um, my faith is growing and I am so, so excited. And, uh, you know, honestly, if, if you just share my post, on Facebook, that would mean the world because I am literally taking a step out of faith and just taking the chance and letting God lead me. And I want the whole world to know. And and if they're if they're if they're feeling like 
anybody is feeling like, I don't know if I can trust him. I'm still uncomfortable. I'm still fighting this. You don't have to go on a mission trip to trust God. <laughs> this is just my calling. Uh, but the message behind it, I just want everybody to take a step out of faith, whatever it may be. Don't be scared. He has something great planned for you. So I love that. You know, and I think it's so incredible too, that it's, you can, now that you're in the moment and you're getting ready to go on this mission trip and you look back, I mean, just hearing you share your story from when you first became a Christian to now, and you can almost like see the path that like he was leading you up just for this one moment that you probably couldn't see that when you're, you know, back when you were first saved or even a few years after, which is pretty incredible, I think. Yes, very true. Very, very true. Now, you said also, like, it's hard to, in our humanness, <laughs> without, I can't even think of a better word, in our humanness, making a word up there, <laughs> you trusting God and, like, really jumping into that faith. Now, when you were sitting there in church next to Melanie and it came up, were you just like instantly like, I'm doing it? Or inside, was there any kind of doubt yourself, like Melanie was having towards you? Or was it just <laughs> pure, like, done, give me the paperwork, it's I, done? No, because they had talked about it weeks before, and, and I had kept praying about it and praying about it, and and I was making excuses again. So me verbalizing to my friend that I'm really doing this was the step out, and then to see, because I meant, most people, they're terrified to go to another country. Right now, with everything that's going on, everybody's worried about me. And I am not worried in the least. I am, I, I feel 100% protected. I, I don't know. And she, and she, the, the, her response was like, no, you're not. You're crazy. You're not doing that. Uh, out of like, no, people just don't do that. They just don't make a decision and just go to Uganda. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then when I explained to her, no, God is calling me to do this. It's It's been like three, four weeks I've been praying about this. I'm doing it. And uh, so <laughs> I don't know. It was it was something that I prayed about. But again, every time I prayed about it, I kept making an excuse. You're a single mom now. Now you're going to have to ask your ex if he can help you. And you don't have the funds. You know, you got you got to protect that because you are a single mom. And I, I just excuse after excuse. And I'm like, okay, God, enough is enough. I have given you more than enough excuses. And since I'm your favorite child, I'm sorry that I'm being stubborn. <laughs> and and uh, I let go. And uh, then I, I got the GoFundMe up and running, uh, started sharing on Facebook. And I mean, the, the messages that were pouring in, people started sharing. Jenny, you reached out to me through this calling. I mean, the connections that I've had, uh, it's been incredible. It's been incredible. Well, and it's it's twofold, right? Like it's one thing. I mean, I, I have always had a heart for Uganda and to know just the lives that are going to be changed and, and the little people's lives. I can just picture their little faces light up when they get to experience the love of Jesus and to know that you're going to be there and share that experience with them. Like that to me is beyond anything. I think that's what makes me, I mean, that right there, Jenny, is what makes me, I just, I can't imagine how I'm going to feel to be able to actually share the love of Christ with somebody who has no idea what I'm saying. It, I mean, yes, it, it's, I, I can't even imagine what it's going to be like. I, I really can't, but that's what, I mean, doing God's work and spreading his love is, um, I don't even, I mean, it, it, undescribable. 
But, you know, that's the reason why I, I reached out to you, Sierra, is because it's it's one thing to have that heart and to know, like, those children and know the lives that are going to be changed. But for just watching from afar, like, it's so inspiring to see you really step into this faith of God. And because, I mean, like, you're, like Melanie's right. Who goes to Uganda? Like, who, <laughs> what single mom out there says, yeah, I'm going to use my vacation time from work and leave my kids and go halfway around the world when it's not really safe to do that. <laughs> and who knows where the finances are going to come. Like it's crazy talk to anyone who doesn't know God, right? Yes. <laughs> but for you just stepping into that faith, I think is so inspiring. And I think that there's so much that other people can take from that, whether they're going to Uganda or not, right? I mean, it might just be stepping in faith and making a change in their career that makes more sense or stepping into faith and, having a, a conversation with their spouse or whatever it might be, like going to church. I know a lot of people who listen to this podcast are Christians, but they're a lot, they're kind of in that walk where you were at one point in time. And I've been there myself where they're not consistently going to church or they're not consistently in the word. They believe in God, they believe in Jesus, but they're just not in relationship with him. And, you know, maybe it's just that message of time to step into faith for them and what it looks like for their life, which I think is super inspiring because it does take courage, right? To say yes. Yes, it does. It does. But it's amazing whenever you're just trusting God, um, the courage disappears and you just feel free. It's just, it's just like the right thing to do. I don't know how to describe it. I know everybody has stepped into that trust. It's just, it just feels right. And, you know that's where God's leading you. So all the fear, there's no fear, there's no anxiety, there's no um, there's no worry. It's just like, okay, God, I know you got this. It's so true. Like once you and – and I always try to make things actionable for my listeners. And if there's any action to be taken on this, it's just to spend that time in prayer. And you had mentioned that, you know, that was something that you did before. You said yes. And you still had excuses and everything else, but you still brought it before God to see what his spirit would have. Because I guarantee if he didn't want you to go while you were praying about it, he would he would tell you no. Like you wouldn't have that peace about it. Yeah. But because he's given you that peace, then you know that that is a, a clear sign that that's the direction of the path that he has for you. But as an action item for anyone who's listening to this, if you're thinking it sounds great to jump into faith, but does that mean I have to go to Uganda? <laughs> like what does that mean for me? And I would just invite anyone who finds themselves in that position to Find that quiet time. Like Sierra said, that's her number one priority to do is to find that quiet time with God. And I would just challenge everyone who's listening to this to take some time, find some quiet space, be with God, and ask him what he has for you. And keep asking over and over and over and over. It's one of the things I, um, my pastor had mentioned a few Sundays ago, and I've tried to make an effort of doing it every single day now. Because I don't always have time. Like sometimes I have to get up and run to the airport or whatever. And I don't always have that luxury of having that quiet time with my Bible. But I do make a point to ask every single morning, God, I'm, I'm given to give today to you. What would you have me do with it? Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's just like a, I get like a word from him or an inspiration, but it's just keeping him at that focus, right? And in, in forefront as a priority and living life fully for him. And I truly believe that he will guide your steps just like he did for you, Sierra. Very well said, Jenny. All right, Sierra. So we are going to ask you a few more questions because I think that everything that you've gone through in your life, there's some wisdom there. And we want to learn some more wisdom 
from you. Do you mind sticking around for a few more questions? Absolutely. Bring it on. Awesome. Hey, sorry, I had to interrupt the show to ask you a question. Is your life in balance? It can be hard. After all, there's so much calling for your attention. Your career, your marriage, kids, your health, your friends. The list goes on and on, and I totally get it. To help you create a life of balance and clarity, I have a free gift for you. It's an intentional living goal workbook. It's the first step in building a balanced life. Get your copy at yourliferocks.com backslash goals. All right, time to get back to the show. All right, we are back now with Sierra to get some golden nuggets of wisdom from her. Now, Sierra, we talked about in the intro that you are a corporate sales executive. You manage a very large team, very large geography, and I know you as an amazing leader. So if you had to point to one book that has really helped you grow in your career, what would it be and why? Well, this is just very basic, but the number one book is the Bible. And it does not matter. It does not matter. Uh, if your business is down, there is an answer in there of what you need to do to get it up. If you're having relationship issues with the people you work with or, you know, the people you manage or your family, the answer is in there. Uh, so the one book that I find myself always having to lean on is the Bible. And, uh, you know, that's a choice. But there are no books out there <laughs> that uh, will give you as clear answers and guidance as the Bible. Um, but I do have a couple of, you know, like little books that get me through or whenever I find myself in a rut or there's things, you know, just not working out the way I want them to. I journal, number one. I have a, a daily journal, and it usually starts out with a scripture, and then I just basically journal about that scripture that day. But the 100-0 principle is the secret of great relationships. Uh, by Al Ritter and Jenny I know you and I actually read this at the same time it was given to us by a really dear friend Kay and uh, I just I always find myself going back to this book and it is something that I would recommend it uh, the hundred zero principle if anybody is interested uh, I love that book in fact I have it on my desk yeah. and I often use it for like quotes whenever I'm mm -hmm. creating something for my business because it has it just speaks to you like and it's simple it's a quick read but it, it's just so much truth in there that like in, is inspiring but is also uh, just brings about action and creating better relationships and that's what life is all about yes absolutely the other one is the right to lead uh, learning leadership through character and courage by John Maxwell. It, this is a, another really easy read. Uh, very good. It speaks. It speaks to you. Every page speaks to you in some sh way, shape, or form. And uh, it, it it just goes through basic basic things that I think everybody needs to action, vision, sacrifice, risk determination, service, integrity, and I think those all all those things 
we have to hold on to. So if you ever feel yourself losing sight of anything, you can just go there and just reference and just take a second and just say vision. Have I had vision for my my job in a while? Let me just read this really quick and see what maybe I can do and do some self-reflection. So those are two really great books that I always just find myself constantly going back to that encourage me and inspire me. I love that. The Right to Lead, John Maxwell. I'll have to check that one out. I haven't read that one yet. Mm-hmm. All right. So with your crazy busy life and trying to keep everything in balance, what resource or tool do you use to either balance your life or to increase your productivity? Uh, my calendar. <laughs> <laughs> now, are you a paper calendar girl or like is it on your iPhone? It's it, it's on my iPhone and on my computer now. It, my and I ha- and some people have have made the choice and decision. And it's really up to you. But I at one point in time I did not integrate my personal life with my work schedule, but that's where the priority came in. So if you were to look at my schedule, you would see from six to seven a.m. That's my Bible time. That's my alone time with God. And uh, so even if I'm on the road, like I'm going to be in Chicago next week, I am going to take that time from that time to that time and still, you know, have my alone time with God. And uh, and I started putting my kids in there because it was like cooking dinner. I mean, I literally had to put it in there and I had to meal plan. So when I would plan out my meals, I would put it in my calendar. So my calendar is just like my life schedule. I I cannot begin to tell you. Uh, I'm giggling because it's just it's crazy. If you read my calendar, you would laugh. I mean, you you would just say, oh, she put she puts drive kid here. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, but you know it's it's because our works my work schedule is so demanding so I have to make sure I have that balance and that I still get in the time to do the things but that I also put in the priority of my children and God so um, the calendar is big and calendaring out activities for my kids you know having them know which days are their days to do certain things has helped me tremendously. You know, like I know James on Mondays and Wednesdays, you're responsible for this and this, because if I didn't, when it comes to, you know, being that single mom, I wouldn't have that balance either. So knowing what child is going to do what each day, what their part is in our home um, activities is key as well. I love that. You know, and it's so simple, right? Like it's just calendar, but I'm the same way. Like if it doesn't live on my calendar, it's not going to happen. And that includes like showering and cooking dinner and basic things that I'm sure if people looked at my calendar, like, why do you have to put that on your calendar? Because it won't get done if it's not on there. I'll fill up the space with something else. Right. Right. Like it's so true. It's so true. And I'm, we're a huge proponent here at your life rocks and we teach it Um, In everything that we do, prepping for the week ahead, and part of that is definitely filling up your calendar with God, with kids, and then all of your work stuff so that you can really make sure that you feel balanced as you move throughout the week and making sure you have time for everything. I absolutely love that. So speaking of kids, being a single mom of three teenage boys, I'm sure is not easy. What is your number one parenting tip for us? Well, I wouldn't say... I wouldn't say I'm the best example for this, okay, I, because I think as a mommy, we beat ourselves up all the time, or even as any single parent, you always feel like, oh, am I not giving enough time, and even even as you, I mean, if you're married, I mean, you still, you struggle to find that balance to have find time for each other and find time for your kids. Um, the number one parenting tip 
my biggest struggle struggle is disciplining and sticking with it. So if I had to give a number one tip, because I find myself when I do discipline and I stick with it, I have a happy home. <laughs> when I do not follow through with my discipline, my home is chaotic. So uh, learning to be, because you know, when you're in a marriage, you always have that one that is the disciplinary action and the other one that is more the soft-hearted, soft-spoken one. Mm -hmm. And for many, many years, I was that person. And it was like, I'm going to tell your father, your dad is going to handle this. Now I have to be the father and the mother in my home. And uh, so it has been a, a big struggle. But when I follow through with it, everything is great. So number one, it, it your, our kids nowadays have to know when they do wrong that there is a consequence because so many times our, our kids are just being handed things and given things, especially for us that are successful. I mean, we worked hard so we can provide for them, but we give, 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 and um, they don't appreciate. So teaching them to be respectful, appreciate, and discipline uh, all in one is it would be my number one parenting tip to any I love that. And thank you so much for sharing. Cause that's honestly like my biggest thing that I struggle with, with my kids. And I don't know if it's just cause I travel so much for work or if it's a little bit of guilty mom syndrome, but I'm really easy to give in. And I'm, that's one of the things I'm really working hard on right now is holding the line, like in following through with what I say yeah. I'm going to do because otherwise like they just give you that look sometimes <laughs> and it's like, well, maybe we won't have to, but I know it's not good for them. Like in the long term, I'm raising human beings and I want them to be responsible, good men when they grow up and not crappy people. There's too many other crappy people in the world. I don't want my kids to be one of them. Yes. Absolutely. Especially raising little men, you know, you have to remind them, open up the door for your mother, you know, they, <laughs> and now, you know, you keep saying that and saying that, and now it just becomes a habit for them. They walk in front of me, they open the door for me. But for a long time, I mean, it's just like, okay, you need to learn how to treat a woman, do it. And they're like, oh, they get grief as teenagers. But I see now that it's becoming a really beautiful habit. I'm like, okay, good. I'm glad that I made them do that. <laughs> Oh, good job, Mama. Good job. All right. Well, now we're at my favorite part of every single episode, and it really is sharing our Bible verse. Now, the reason why we share a Bible verse every single episode is not to memorize scripture or just to have it there as a nicety because it's a Christian podcast, but to really live in the word. And I think we've talked a lot about that in this episode of really living and following God and stepping into faith. But these Bible verses, they're they're words of God that we can really live in. So Sarah, can you share with us a Bible verse that you really find yourself living in? Yes. Um, well, you, you guys all have heard my story, you know, my journey. And so it would be Proverbs 3, 5. It's uh, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own, uh, own understanding. Um, I hold that very, very dear, and I take it very, very seriously because it's a work in progress every day, but it is the one the one thing that God has spoke to me that I have fought him every step of the way. So taking the leap of faith for the mission trip, um, you know, being able to to let go of hurt and pain from the divorce, um, still being able to run a very big business. Uh, I cannot 
trust on my understanding. I can't depend on what I want. I can't just keep going back to the things and everything happens uh, for, you know, a reason and God knows it. And he sometimes will take you out of situations to protect you. Sometimes he'll give you things to bless you. And uh, so Proverbs 3, 5, I hold on to that. And it's just something that I, I, I try so hard to live by. We all are not, we all are imperfect as we know that nobody is, we can never be. Um, so when I say try, my intentions are to live by that every day, but it is a struggle. And, uh, so that's what I hold on to Jenny is that scripture for that reason. That's beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that Sierra. Well, Sierra, it's been so great catching up with you and hearing about everything that you're doing with the mission trip. Now, if there are people who are listening to this and maybe they can't go to Uganda, but your story has really touched them and they want to be able to support you in that mission trip financially, how would they be able to get in touch with you to do that? Uh, they can join, uh, become friends with me on Facebook and uh, I'm going to share my journey uh, along the way. Uh, so I have my GoFundMe on there and uh, you can find me under Sierra, S-I-E-R-R-A, and my last name, it's a mouthful, T-E-K-I-R-D-A-G-L-I-S. And uh, I would love to be your friend. I would love for you to share my posting. And if it's on your heart uh, to give, please do. And if it's not and you're not able, if it's on your heart to share the posting, I would appreciate it. It's uh, Again, it's just a leap of faith, and uh, that's how you can find me. And then you can message me, and we can become uh, friends from there as well. So thanks, Jenny. Oh, absolutely. I love it. And we will have a link to Sierra's Facebook profile as well in the show notes. You can go to yourliferocks.com backslash the number 10. And that way you can get in connect with her there. And then, uh, Sierra, I'm also going to put a link to um, your profile also in our private community group. So if any of them are listening to this and they can certainly get in touch with you that way. And just like Sierra said, share with other people. If it's some, not something that you feel like you can necessarily give to, share this podcast with your friends and let them listen to it and, and see if it's something that they are maybe feeling called to do and help support Sierra and changing lives all over the world. Sierra, it was so great having you on. Thank you so much. We'll have to have you come back on and talk a little bit more about being a mom to three teenage boys. I'm sure we could talk for hours on that. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. You are so welcome, Jenny. Thank you for inviting me, and may God bless everybody who is listening. And um, bless you, Jenny, for taking the time to put these podcasts together. Well, Sierra has certainly inspired me, and I hope that she has also inspired you. I challenge you to take some time, be quiet with the Lord, and just ask what he might have for your life, what maybe you need to step in into faith, and just follow him. Now, if you would like to support Sierra on everything that she's doing, you can find links to her GoFundMe page as well as the Facebook page that she talked about by going to yourliferocks.com backslash and the number 10. That's yourliferocks.com backslash one zero. I hope that you're enjoying these podcasts and getting little tips and tricks to help you move closer every single day to a more balanced life. And if you are, I invite you to subscribe so that you can listen to all of our future episodes we have coming up. 
but also leave a rating and a review. That is how other people are going to be able to find this podcast in iTunes and share it with a friend. Now, if you're looking to take it to a whole nother level and get closer to your goals, I invite you to join our Facebook community. You can search Life Balance by Your Life Rocks into the Facebook search, or you can go to yourliferocks.com backslash community to join. It's just another free resource that we have out there to help you move closer to your goals. So until next time, keep building a life that rocks.